Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today. Clay Thompson splashed the Golden State Warriors into the NBA Finals. The New York Mets have been every bit as good as advertised, at least so far. And the Suns are an ideal landing spot for Kevin Durant, should the Nets trade him. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Game six. Clay Thompson showed up for, predictably, game six of the Western Conference Finals. And now the Warriors are headed back to the NBA Finals. 32 points for Klay Thompson in a 120-110 win over the Dallas Mavericks, who made it a series kind of, I guess. They made it not a sweep. That is what we can say about what Dallas did in this series. <laughs> Joining me now from Locked On Warriors, Cyrus Atsas. And Cyrus, you have been on record that you think this Warriors team has been disrespected. You think this Warriors team is historic given where they have been over the last five-plus seasons. So... Where do we stand with this Warriors team right now? Yeah, and that, and the only thing I meant with the disrespect thing is just that it's it's a, for a team that's accomplished what they have. I'm just I've just been gen, genuinely surprised at the 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 predictions, the the narratives. You know, there's just just pretty much every word that's coming out of at least national punditry in terms of who they're picking, who they think is the best, and and I'm seeing all these flip flopping now. Whatever it, it's. If you're a member of Dub Nation, you're stoked. The Warriors are back in the NBA Finals for the sixth time in eight years. The last time a, a team uh, reached the finals in that amount of time where the Chicago Bulls, led by Michael Jordan. Um, at the same Never time, though, the mission's him. not done. I mean, you know, this team. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to add, by the way, I, I, I'm sorry if I'm confused here. I'm, I'm, I'm under the weather. Uh, it, it, tonight was Game 5 Clay, actually. But Game 5 Clay was pulling game six stuff. Um, yes. he, he led all scorers. That first half that he had was absolutely phenomenal. Um, finished the game with 32 points. Uh, this is just unbelievable. Um, and it's, uh, I, I had Mark Jones of ESPN on the show this morning, which was uh, very fortunate for anyone who watches Locked On Warriors, just because he's been covering the Heat Celtics series for ESPN Radio with Doris Burke. And so given, you know, Mark, I try to get him on the show as much as possible, but it's not easy. He's a busy man. Um, you know, he's, he's fairly high profile. So I, I brought up questions about the NBA finals and how the Warriors would fare against either team. So it's worth a listen. If you want to get sort of a, an early preview, we still need to see who's going to come out of the Celtics heat series. Um, Wes Goldberg, my predecessor with locked on warriors who hosts locked on heat. Uh, he was waving the white flag. I actually checked out his show a little bit today. He does not think that he'd have a chance in game six. Uh, I'm not quite ready to write off that team yet, but yeah, the Celtics are the clear favorite. Um, but regardless, here in the Bay Area, we're happy. I'm seeing clips of Charles Barkley wanting to fight the crowd. Um, I don't know if you saw that in the post game. Yes, of course. Um, but yeah, it's there's a reason for elation here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Clay Thompson was able to carry this team offensively in a way that we hadn't seen in yes. really a long time for this team, but that we know in the history of Clay Thompson he's capable of doing yeah and he's, he has done look this postseason by his standards haven't been the greatest 
Um, I haven't looked at his overall postseason scoring average. I think it's still close to 20 points. It's somewhere around there. But Clay six, or, I'm sorry, game six, Clay did show up in the Grizzly series. Uh, in, yeah. in the closeout game, uh, he had, he, I think he scored 30 uh, in that closeout game. And he had a very similar night to tonight. It was, it was a situation where they needed him. I mean, it was, it was a, especially in this series, Clay until tonight was struggling. I mean, especially with first halves, that was, that yeah. was very notable and that stuck out. So, um, and he had a fantastic game. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the New York Mets built up quite the hype train this offseason, and so far, they've delivered. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. I'm one of them. I use them for my fantasy football leagues. And now you can win on their new platform, the Over under game it's super simple first in any sport choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or the under you can use points you can use hits you can use strikeouts whatever you want you choose them out and then you enter the contest if you pick correctly you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money that you put in you're not going to get those odds anywhere else Download Sleeper now to play the new over-under game on your mobile phone. Join our Locked On Sports Today group at sleeper.com slash locked on today, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. They're going to just give you money. Go to sleeper.com slash locked on today, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Las Vegas Raiders head coach Josh McDaniel said he didn't feel the need to give Derek Carr a heads up about Colin Kaepernick's tryout on Wednesday. McDaniel said, I think Derek's pretty comfortable with where he's at. I think he knows who he is for us. I know he knows how I feel about him, how we feel about him. I think he knows this is his football team and he's working like it on the field. The Edmonton Oilers had a shot to finish off the Battle of Alberta with a series win while the Calgary Flames were just trying to force a game six. Where is Kevin Quinn when you need him? Connor McDavid, overtime winner! As the Edmonton Oilers are going back to the first Western Conference Final since 2006. And who else but Connor McDavid getting his first point of the game in Game 5 as the Edmonton Oilers take the series 4-1 to one in the Battle of Alberta. And it wasn't without a little bit of dramatics as well. One minute and 11 seconds went by in the second period. Four goals as both teams traded chances to make it a 4-4 hockey game in the second. And it wasn't also without a little bit of drama as well. Blake Coleman's go-ahead, potential go-ahead goal in the third called back after a controversial kicking call. We will be talking about that game in this series for a very long time. But for the Oilers, they await the winner of the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues. The Carolina Hurricanes have pushed the New York Rangers to the brink of elimination. 
Hey, what is going on, hockey fans? This is John Trick with Locked On New York Rangers. The Rangers just coming up on the short end of a 3-1 score against the Carolina Hurricanes on the road in Game 5 tonight. They now, once again, as they did three times against Pittsburgh, have their backs up against the wall. They now trail three games to two in the series. The good news is that Game 6 is in Madison Square Garden. The Rangers have played very well at home earlier in this series. And again, they do seem to be at their best when their backs are against the wall, which is certainly the case now. But as for this game tonight... You know, I think that um, I can go back to something that I said after game two, and it definitely applies here as well. In the playoffs, cliche or not, and we try to stay far away from cliches on Lockdown New York Rangers, but this one is just too obvious to ignore. You need to have your best players playing like your best players, and the Rangers simply did not do that tonight. There were too many star players in the Rangers that just were not noticeable or turning the puck over or just not playing well in general. And on one hand, you got to give a lot of credit to the Carolina Hurricanes. This is what they do. They play big, strong, tough, physical, good defensive hockey, and they have a way of making your superstar players look very, very mediocre. But, you know, you look at the Rangers star players, Panarin, rough night tonight. Strom, hard to find him out there. Kreider was a complete ghost. Uh, Mika Zibanejad had the power play goal, but certainly didn't play as well as he can play. And then, uh, you know, Jacob Truba and Adam Fox, both with misplays that lead to goals by the Carolina Hurricanes. So uh, just not a great night for the Rangers star players, and they need to be better in the next one. And the good news is I think they will be. You know, the Rangers have played very well at home in this series. And again, they're at their best when their backs are against the wall. And on the diamond, Aaron Nola pitched a gem, and the Philadelphia Phillies beat the Atlanta Braves. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. What a start by Aaron Nola in this one. Nearly a complete game shutout. Gets the opportunity to go out for the ninth and unfortunately couldn't close it out. But man, was he dominant. The Phillies with a nice 4-1 victory. Adubo Herrera with a big two RBI hit to extend the lead. Nick Castellanos with a hit off the wall to score Bryce Harper. It, it was just uh, that win started and ended with Aaron Nola. Here is another story you need to know. The New York Mets spent big in the offseason with new owner Steve Cohen, and it has translated on the field. They are 29-17. and 17. They are far and away the top team in the NL East, fighting for the top spot in the National League. Joining me now from Locked On Mets, Ryan Finkelstein. And Ryan, you have a smile on your face because the Mets are winning baseball games is this where the team landed in terms of expectations? Is this the team you thought that they were paying for this offseason? Absolutely. I think the crazy thing is they've done all this without Jacob DeGrom. Max Scherzer just went down, and they still found a way to win. I think actually the, the best move of the offseason might have been hiring Buck Showalter as a manager. It seems like this team has just had a, a clear purpose. They're playing every out hard. And they've just been so much fun to watch. They've only lost two series the entire year. Uh, that's going to add up to a lot of wins and a pretty big lead in the NL East. So if you're looking at this team as they stack up against the rest of the National League, you still have the defending champs in the National League, the Atlanta Braves. You still have the Milwaukee Brewers at 28-16 and 16 leading the NL Central. And of course, the Dodgers and their bazillion-dollar payroll so in terms of matchups, how do you think this team matches up with the other top teams in the National League? Well, they're the one team that matches up with the Dodgers and payroll, so they got that going for them. Uh, but the Dodgers <laughs> certainly have more star power. 
Um, you know, they got the Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner. They've gotten all these guys in the last 18 months, and it's crazy how much talent they have. I don't think anyone is really on that level. But when you go into a series, if the Mets can roll out Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, and Chris Bassett, they can beat anybody. So this is a team that I think right now is head and shoulders the best team in this division. No one else has really gotten off to a good start. And then once they get into the playoffs, they can lean on that pitching, and they could go on a pretty deep run here. How confident are you that they're going to have their top guys in the postseason in terms of their starting rotation? Because as you mentioned, if they have their top arms, they're as good as anyone, not just in the National League, but in all of baseball in terms of the top end of that staff. But health is clearly a concern. Yeah, it is for sure. And right now you have, you know, both DeGrom and Scherzer on the IL. So this has been a, a really tough part of the season. They're going to have to try to navigate through. But Jacob DeGrom is throwing again. So you would hope that he's going to be back at the end of June. Max Scherzer, he's got an oblique injury. That's going to keep him out through the All-Star break. It's tough. You don't know. There's no way to predict you know, injuries at this stage, you know, especially foreshadowing into October. Yeah, I think they have the depth to get by this season, but I think if they're going to actually make a deep playoff run, it's going to hinge on the health of Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer, and it's two pitchers in their mid to late 30s right now. Uh, so there's just no guarantee what they're going to look like at the end of the season. Coming up, could the Phoenix Suns really land Kevin Durant? I love brownies, but you know what I love? Maybe, maybe even more is when you're making the brownies and you get a chance to spoon that good brownie goodness on on a spatula spoon whatever you're using before they go in the oven you have the bowl it's sitting there and you just want to spoon that goodness in your mouth yeah okay how can you recreate that built has done it and they've done it in a way that adds protein to the equation. Not just some protein, a lot of protein, 17 grams of protein, as a matter of fact, and just 140 calories. They have made a brownie batter puff covered in 100% chocolate, and yet high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, low in sugar with collagen protein that makes it easier for your body to absorb it. Go to built.com. To get brownie batter puffs now, that's built.com with the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. The Brooklyn Nets face a difficult decision with Kyrie Irving and whether or not to keep him around for next year and well beyond that if they were to give him a contract extension. With this question comes another. If no Kyrie, then... Why hold on to Kevin Durant? Should Brooklyn pursue the trade KD narrative? Brendan Clean from Locked On Suns has the perfect landing spot for him. The sign and trade thing is difficult, but it's not impossible with this. Okay, that's the bottom line. Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns, coming back from Phoenix to Brooklyn, DeAndre Ayton on a new four-year, 25% max contract, which is the best he could get as a restricted free agent. Cameron Johnson to the Brooklyn Nets. Landry Shamit to the Brooklyn Nets. Torrey Craig to the Brooklyn Nets. I think you're throwing in two or three first-round picks to Brooklyn in that deal if you're the Suns. But the good thing is, as soon as draft night comes around, the Suns are eligible to trade their 2023 pick. 
So they could trade their 2023 and 2025 and 2027 first round picks if they so choose. This is going to be, it's going to be a massive contract, a massive deal, a massive trade if this were to play out. I just, I can't express that enough. So while I'm willing to buy into it because there seems to be some iciness between Brooklyn and Durant, because Kyrie Irving is such a question mark, because James Harden is gone, because Ben Simmons is both hurt and has some mental health problems that he seems to still be working through in terms of his readiness to go out there and compete. All of that makes me buy this, but it's going to take an immense amount of stuff, okay? that that That's undeniable. So Aiton, Johnson, Shamit, Craig, and three first-round picks, that sounds like a lot. It is a lot. It might even be more. I mean, the thing you have to remember, too, is the Suns are trading for the next four seasons of Kevin Durant because of that extension. This is not let's get Kevin Durant one year before he becomes a free agent and try to convince him that he should stay here or something like that. This is we're getting basically, if all things go according to plan and and he's happy here and we keep winning, if you're the Suns, you're thinking we're getting Kevin Durant for the rest of his competitive years. Here's my problem with this take. Kevin Durant has been down this road before. The reason he left Golden State was not because they weren't going to win another title. It's because he did not get credit, Kevin Durant didn't, for that title. If KD goes to Phoenix, it's going to be a celebration of Chris Paul, of Devin Booker, not Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant goes to another place where it would be easier for him to win a title, he goes to Milwaukee, he goes to LA, he goes to Philadelphia. That celebration is not going to be for Kevin Durant. He left Golden State precisely because he wanted the opportunity to prove that he could win a title on his terms. Going to a place where someone is already established, not just someone, but someone like Chris Paul, someone like Devin Booker, and in this case, two guys like that makes it too much like what happened in Golden State. Kevin Durant wants to win, but he's already accomplished enough for him to say, I want to win, but I want to win on my terms. And that means, in this case, potentially trying to win in Brooklyn or going somewhere else where he is going to win on his terms, not someone else's. And finally, Jake Paul, the YouTube star turned prize fighter, is targeting Glenn Big Baby Davis for a fight on his next boxing card in August. Sources confirmed Thursday to ESPN. Davis weighs over 300 pounds, and Paul's team with most valuable promotions is currently in search of an opponent for him. MVP specifically is looking for someone with the world of pro wrestling to fight Davis with the hope of finding a former heavyweight WWE star, according to sources. I have nothing to add. No notes. That's wonderful. I love it. I absolutely love it. Taking former noticeable, not stars, noticeable pro athletes and trying to give them a chance to compete in something else. It's great. It's great. I love it. No notes. (laughs) Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. 
Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA. From the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals, Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight analysis affecting all 30 teams. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Coming up Tuesday, we will get you set for the NBA Finals. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.